Let's get started. I'm Joe. I'm Brian, and we are Where's the Rulebook Podcast. We're going to bring you a weekly board game podcast for your lunch break, daily commute, or any other time of the day. For season two, we are changing the format. Instead of focusing on one game and going over the rules to play it, we will have a theme or specific game. We'll discuss our opinions, any cool features, some rulings, and any other thoughts that may come up. And because of popular demand throughout last season, we're going to start ranking the games that we talk about. But we have created a custom scale. We didn't want to do a 1 to 10 or anything. So we have our highest being leave it on the table to the lowest being a hard pass. But we'll go over all five options uh, every week we talk about them. And welcome to the third week for the Halloween special. And we're going to focus all on zombies. Not all on zombies. I guess we're going to focus on two zombie games, really. Nope, it's all of them. Every zombie game ever created. It's the only ones. Other than the other ones that we already own that we're not talking about, but Tiny Epic. Tiny Epic Zombies, yep. I guess we talked about it now, so it's officially in there. So that's in there. Trying to think what other, like, well-known zombie games there are. I'm not the only one struggling. Yeah. Looking at your face, you're zoning out. Maybe these are the only two zombie <laughs> games ever. No, I know there are others. I just, I for the life of me, I can't think of any. I can think of a lot of alien games, monster games, um, like universal even monster games of like horrified, and then like weird, scary monsters and. Not I a, not think, a, I mean, there is a. Like a Dawn of the Zeds, like, board game, which is zombie. There's also zombie kittens, which is like exploding kittens. I'm sure there's a zombie plants game, too. There's some Resident (laughs) Evil board games out there, too, it looks like. Well, they have a a Resident Evil board game for the first, second, and I think third. Yeah. Um, But, yeah, so we're going to talk about Zombie Side. The good one. (laughs) And uh, Dead of Winter. What do you mean, the good one? Uh, Dead of Winter, a Crossroads game. It's very important that we uh, specify that. They're all a Crossroads game, isn't it? Is it? I think so. What's the other one? The Long Road? No. What do you mean the other one? The other expansion. Like the standalone? Yeah. Oh, it's called... I just had it up. Uh, Something about Colonies. That's Warring Colonies. Yeah. The expansion to this game. But there's another one. Oh, uh, the long night. Long night, not yeah. the long road. That's yeah. That's just extra cards. Yeah. Right. Yeah. But yeah. So, Dead of Winter. We're gonna talk a little bit about all of them probably, yeah. and then Zombie Side, which the original. Yeah, there's a bunch of those. Yeah. There, there is a lot of them, which is impressive because they're all, none of them are cheap. No, <laughs> but they each add a lot of content, yeah. and they even have you can get like a dog pack and stuff like that too, which is really kind of cool. Like angry neighbors and house animals and stuff, yeah. which is, I think you can even fun. get, uh, I saw expansions that add more, obviously more zombies, but you can have ones that have different weapons. You can get card packs. Yeah. You can get mat. There's one that just sells the tiles for the oh, really? cities. We can just talk about the tiles. Their tiles are amazing. Other I, than they don't link together. Yeah. They don't snap, but whatever they, other than that, like they're so good. I was uh, looking at him right before this, and I, <laughs> we were talking, and I was like, "Have you noticed how high resolution these photo these tiles are? Because in one of the tiles in the very corner, I would say twenty five percent of the tile is 
like a table. And then on that table, maybe 10% is this magazine. If you look at it, it says Time Magazine. And it looks like something that would be, you know, real. I was like, wow, someone made a high-resolution photo and compressed it to this. Yeah, you can, like, read the newspaper articles. You can, like, see bullet shells and, like, warning signs. Like, But they're just nice. They're, like, 10 by 10, double-sided. And they, it comes with, like, what, six or eight? Uh, nine. Nine. Nine tiles. Oh, you use nine. Yeah. So does it come with nine? Uh, yeah. Because you there's can, one extra. Well, there's small, medium, large maps. Yeah. Well, yeah. You, I know that you, you change, but it, I thought it came with ten double sided, but maybe it comes maybe with nine. Maybe it's ten. Yeah, I don't remember. But they, uh, so it comes with a bunch of double sided, and each scenario tells you which ones to use. But it's nine. They are so nice. I also like the quality. Like they feel good. Yeah, they, they kind have, of feel like a playing card. Yeah, they have a little bit of a matte like finish to them. They're like so nice that like when we first started playing Marvel Crisis, you tried to use. These. I tried to use them. <laughs> I was like, wait, I can make a three by three board with these amazing maps that have roads and buildings in them, but they're ten by ten and not twelve by twelve, so it's too awful. Didn't really work out, but they're just so nice and like they have little rooms. They're super easy to see, like where the doors are and like just. Such good detail. I like that there's a lot of variety. No two tiles are the same. Yeah. So technically you have 18. Yeah. It's double-sided. And there's so many possibilities. Yeah. And like they're not, they don't matter enough. So like it doesn't super matter. Like if you see like the boardroom or like the office multiple yep. times, they just are a space that you have to explore in. Yep. But they're just so, like they didn't have to go in the detail they went into either. Like yep. no one would have been mad if they would have done half the quality in those and been like oh it's just a random room doesn't matter and just for clarification we were talking about the first one that came out in 2012 yeah that's a long time ago right. the, 2012 yeah 2012 yeah. is when the first one came out this is the one that uh a lot of people have problems with that yeah. they've apparently fixed and they, the problems are minute they are minute and they even back i remember playing it back in 2012 and First time you played it, you're like, that rule doesn't make any sense. And then you just quickly changed it, and everyone online did the same thing, and it oh. wasn't a problem. Like, it didn't, there wasn't rule issues that made the game not playable. It just was interesting choices. And I almost feel like it just wasn't playtested enough for on some of them. I don't, I actually think that these were not not QA problems but actual like misinterpretations I I think when they made some this of game them. and they were testing it and everything else I like you said I don't think it was play tested enough but I also think that someone messed up the wording yeah they would have had to though because it like it literally says when you shoot into a room if you roll a hit you hit your person first. It doesn't matter where they are. They could be behind you. Yeah. Zombies in front of you. You shot them. And like, so it's not just like interpretation. Like it literally says you shoot your teammate first on a hit, which doesn't make any sense. That was the point that I argued when I first started playing is like, if I made, if I hit, I roll and I hit uh, what I'm shooting at. Why do I miss what I'm shooting at and shoot someone else? It. That's why I think that it was, I don't think it's on purpose. Yeah, or maybe someone like oh they like didn't expect people to be in the same area as a zombie. Like I don't I don't know chaos. Yeah. Either way, 
majority of the internet had created house rules uh, we had you had your own binder yeah which i copied when i bought this game and you introduced it to me five six years ago now yep oh wow yeah <laughs> and um I, li- I like this game a lot but let's as far as the game goes and how zombie side plays out so everyone has a good clear understanding of the game yeah it is you know 10 10 inch tiles you, you can make a easy which is usually small to medium to large sides maps and the goal is there's objectives based on what a mission you're doing you place objectives on the board you place where zombies can spawn you get a survivor and i mean long story short potentially some starting items and long long story short is either you guys get the objective or complete the objective and win or you all die (laughs) yeah and it's really cool because like each little scenario not it's telling you obviously what maps to use and stuff like that but like everyone is also listed with easy hard medium and also like a time frame so like on the box i think it just says 60 plus or something right very generic but like every scenario like if you look at one it's like oh this scenario is easy it's you need four survivors and it takes 90 minutes yeah which it's gonna take a little longer than that probably i don't think i've ever hit that time but it's just really nice that they it's not just like a blanket like like everyone is a little different and it tells you how many survivors you need so you can easily look be like okay we have six people tonight let's look to see what ones work with six and how hard they are and how long they're going to take and it's cool because they you also can so like the two of us can play this game yep. and do a six person survivor we just each have three survivors you can play with one person yeah you can play it's up to yeah one to six players on the standard but yeah so you just play additional survivors or whatnot but i argue though that it is because no matter what if you play with one person you play with four of them i think I think there's some two or three. I think there might be a three person. There's a three person because each player plays with two. If you're a two person, each player plays with three. So you get six characters. No, I think there's actually one that's like made for only three survivors. Oh, really? I think so. But not in the rule book. So like... These are bonuses. The rule book only has... I don't have the rule book in front of me. Maybe 10 scenarios in it. And then on their website, you can literally download hundreds more that are like from them. It's not like fan-based ones. They're nice. They look just like the ones in the Yeah, they're, they're exact same. They just realized that 10 was too little too little for a game that is still being purchased 10 years later. And so they just you could just download them for free, which is super nice. I'm surprised. And I know that the other editions, you know, included more and more as they came out. But I'm surprised that you can't buy a a uh, downloaded like map pack like you can like you can buy updated cards from marvel crisis or marvel champ yeah champions but like i'm surprised that you can't just go and buy all the updated maps you actually have to print them off which is fine because i don't have to i don't have to pay for them that way but um i guess it's a way they minimize cost yeah because the game isn't cheap no it's a hundred bucks yeah you're not gonna find it cheaper generally unlike maybe a special holiday sale yeah it's pretty yeah. much that cost yeah maybe and yeah 90 ish to 100 i think you all the expansions it. which there are many there's like the mall one there's like the cops one mm-hmm. the one where black plague but not you're not even including the fantasy these are just yeah. like the okay. base ones 
they the the prison one. Oh yeah, prison break. They they all introduce new zombies, new characters. I don't think they introduce new mechanics. They probably no. do. I don't think so. Maybe some of them, but but they have new maps, yeah. cards, weapons, and they're all interchangeable, which makes it amazing. However, I think that alone is what they try to strive towards because they release so many bonus packs of more characters. Well, yeah, the bonus packs are also like super cheap, which is super is nice. Like you can get a a box of zombies. It's like the lost zombie survivors. And it's like the old, so like the zombies are made up after the older characters for like 10 bucks. Like so cheap. You get 12 new zombie card miniatures, six lost cards, and a new a new mode and a lost zombie rule book. But they have those for so, so many different things. It looks like they've actually come out with two compendiums. And that might be what you're looking for. <laughs> oh, they have them so you actually can. It's like actual, like an actual book. Oh, yeah. And it has stuff on all of the, it has stuff for every season one, two, and three, which is just all their expansions and different characters. And yeah. Has missions, campaigns, and hints like designer secrets. Oh, okay. So this actually might exist. We just haven't seen it. Yeah. I mean, I'm <laughs> not surprised that I haven't seen it in a store. I mean, being that you can download them for free, it's probably a hard thing to stock on the shelf unless someone's super into it. Because, like, for me, I just download them all and put them into a three-ring binder, and it worked out fine. Another issue, though, is because there's so much to this game, whenever I... I don't know about you, but whenever I go past it in a board game store, I kind of just walk by it. So I'll see not just zombie side, but I'll see all of them. Then all the fantasy ones, which is Black Plague. Yeah. The uh, Friend or Foe, Wolfsenberg. There's another one. There's four, I believe, or five. Yeah. Green Horde. Yep. There's, there's, a, there's a lot of them. Then you have all the packs of more characters. Like the, you can get bonus ones, different monsters, it is different definitely heroes. Overwhelming when you look at them. And for me, it, I mean, it's at the, it's also the box size that I generally will walk past because it's, you know, the same. Gigantic. Yeah, it's it's the same it's like on. size of a box. It fits into a normal shelf, but it's, you know, it's thicker. And so when I usually see those, I'm usually, it's not usually a game I'm super into. And so I, that size alone, plus having, you know, a shelf full of them. And if you don't know what they all are, you're like, shoot, do I need all of these? <laughs> like, that is so many things to buy to be able to play this game. Like, but you don't. Like, you literally could buy one of the main boxes and play it for hours without ever needing. And I, I mean, I've played it for years. I've never bought a player, a zombie expansion or. And that's the same with me. I actually had the problem where. I had all the fantasy ones. I had Black Plague and the other three and never opened them. Yeah. Because whenever I wanted to play Zombie Side, especially with a group or with friends, we're all left for dead addicts and the nostalgia is so heavy. We just played the original Zombie Side. And I only have the base game, the first edition one. And it's fantastic. It, I've never needed more. I've never needed more maps. I've never needed more characters. I've never needed more until their recent Kickstarter. 
I've never, I've always wanted more zombies. And I always feel like I should buy the second edition just so I can have more zombies. Oh. Because they are, they are different. Yeah. Looking. They've added more models. And a lot of the characters got revamped. And it makes me want to buy it just for that. Especially to have another abomination or tank. Yeah. Well, there are like those rules in place for like if you run out of zombies, like you do yeah. certain things. So to a certain point, like you don't, you're supposed to, well, you're not supposed to run out because you're probably about to lose if you're running out of zombies also. Because, I mean, you get a lot of zombies. And if there's that many on the board, I objective is hard <laughs> at that point. It is, but I, I need that level of frustration, that level of, like, fear. Having a couple zombies on the board everywhere, and yeah, it's okay. But in a game that I consider like Left 4 Dead, it's the easiest thing to compare this game to. I want to be overran. I want to have the odds way against me. And there have been times when I've been like, I want a second tank to spawn uh, abomination. I'm already confusing the two. Yeah. And you can only have one. If you spawn another one off the deck, you spawn a, a fatty with two walkers. Yeah. Which essentially is just a bloat uh, boomer with two walkers. Yeah. And for me, I feel like, and I think they changed it in later editions. It's hard for me that all of the zombies are the same color. Like, they're just, like, that same, like, gray. Wow, I painted all mine. <laughs> you painted all of them? Yeah. Have you not seen them? And no. we never played mine? No. Why would I play oh. yours? I have it here. <laughs> it's probably why. No, I painted them all. Like, one color or, like, no. legit painted them all? I painted them. There's, like, hundreds. Yeah. <laughs> wow. Okay. Well, I don't you, like that. I painted your entire unmatched, and you're, like, surprised. Yeah, this is like triple that, if not more than that. Yeah, but these are easy. They don't have to be perfect. Yeah. Well, I mean, clearly, as you're holding my runner, like you saw how little I cared about them, but like I wanted enough. Like, so the runners move farther. Oh, you painted the so, bottom black. That's not even paint. That's a Sharpie. <laughs> I just Sharpied the whole bottom to like, because oh, when water. there's when there's 30 plus zombies on the board, if you're not in one of those rooms with it, it's hard to be like, okay, which one's the runner? Like they have to move farther. So I just painted all the bottoms. Well, I markered all the bottoms to make them stand out super easy. Really smart. To be like, oh, that's a runner. He moves two spots. Everyone else moves one spot. That's really smart. And so it was just, it's easy for that. But like, I wish they were just like, you see it in so many games now. And I think, like I said, I think the newer games did like just make one green make one yellow make one red i don't care what the colors are and just make each type a different plastic mold different plastic color they didn't they didn't i thought they did it's all gray the people are orange huh yeah i don't like that i don't want to like like we talked about at the beginning the, the game's expensive enough like i don't want them to give me painted figs because then we would be talking like a 500 hundred dollar game like if they were just different colors that would be helpful for me at least because it is hard when you start getting masses to know like where they move and how many they move and whatnot it makes sense especially when every zombie has an action yeah every runner has two and you're trying to find where the runners are yeah and like i said it's easy when you're right there with them but like the ones that spawn on the other side of the map it's easy to forget about those because there's no players over there but they should be getting to you sooner 
So but, talking about the let's go let's go back talk about the zombies. It's Halloween, but let's talk about the survivors. The people who are hopefully living through this zombie plague. In the base game, there's six of them. And each of them have their own little player sheet, which I do appreciate that the second edition has a really nice like area. It's like a little plastic insert that you put your your player sheet on and your place for all your items and your your experience yeah because it's just a piece of cardboard for the base it has if a little even, it has a little slider it's like cardstock it's like cardstock <laughs> a little slider for when you uh you know have to move your experience up what's the back for uh i think they made it so you could like make your own interesting i don't I don't think I've ever looked into it. Yeah. I know in the one of the expansions, there's the heroes, and then you flip them over, and they're zombies. Yeah, and that's what they did with... So I a minute ago, I said I haven't never wanted anything, really, from zombies since I bought it, other than maybe on the most recent Kickstarter, mm-hmm. which is the Marvel version of Zombie Side. Oh, yeah. And the heroes, I think, become zombies once you start losing, and then you play as them. I, they look... But it's way too, it's like over two hundred dollars. Wow. <laughs> I mean, wait till it comes out in retail. <laughs> yeah. At two hundred dollars. <laughs> but another aspect of this game that I really enjoy is ironically the experience levels. I really like it's so simple. It is. But they did a good job with it and like so they have what is it, four colors. And yep. as you experience up, you get something an addition like you kill zombies basically yeah as you as you kill zombies you get experience Experience. points and every card is different so like depending on who you are you might start with like a free move action or maybe you kill two zombies or maybe you make no noise yep and as you move the you get more and more benefits maybe a whole extra action maybe uh you know a free combat action or something and then eventually there's options too. So like once you get to the third level, you have to like pick one of the two. You can't go back and change it. So like you have to pick one and be like, oh, am I going to be stuck with that free move forever? But what I like about it is it makes you think that, oh, it's incentive to kill zombies. However, as you go to the next tier, every time it's bad for the group. Yeah, because it's the group average or whatever, right? I think it's off the top of my head. It's either the average or whoever has the highest level. Maybe, yeah, maybe it is the highest level. But yeah, it's, so. it's a balancing act between all players. You don't want one person killing all the zombies because they might go all the way from the blue to yellow to orange. And all of a sudden you guys are like back at blue struggling. Yeah. And yeah, you have to work everyone kind of roughly the same like there are people who are definitely better at attacking and so it's hard to like on someone's turn like that to not be the one to go in a room and kill you know five zombies or something but overall like the game is awesome and the best part about it i feel is the fact that there are the community for this game is large and there are people who have made their own campaigns yeah, that's what I mean. That's what you play. Is that's the, what I play. The Left 4 Dead. Left 4 Dead ones, which it's, it basically just makes it feel like it. Yeah. That's enough for me. It's fun. Exactly. And that's what it's supposed to be. It's supposed to be fun. The, the thing with this, though, 
I mean, it's a co-op game, like we said. You all gonna win or you're all gonna lose. This is one of the first co-op games that I have, like, that I remember playing. The gen, you don't have a lot of incentive to make up your own mind. Like, I feel like in this game, you pretty much have to do, like, obviously you get to do whatever you want. Like, I'm the one that has to move my figure. Mm-hmm. But there's so much, like, communication around where you're going to move, who's going to shoot, are you going to move into that room, are you going to open the door, that, like, you don't really get to decide your turn. And I feel like with a game that takes 60, 90, even two hours to play, sometimes it's hard to be like, okay, well, the group is playing this game. It's pretty much you playing it by, like, in the same way you're playing it by yourself, because, like, there's no secret objectives like a lot of games will have Mm -hmm. including the next one we talk about there's no like it's it is a 100% co-op game which makes it very easy for you know one person to be like well no don't open that door yet because xyz we don't want to expawn all those zombies yet because you're the last one to go and like in other games, you're like, well, whatever. Like, I need to open the door because my secret mission. So like, I'm gonna open the door. And like, you don't do that in this game because there's no. If you do it, you're gonna like obviously get hurt compared to other games a lot you'll differently. Make, you'll make noise and then yeah, on zombies or. And so like it's, it's hard as a co-op, to not feel like, the, the main people are just playing the game without you there, and you're just the one physically moving your. I can see that. Yeah. So I, I wish, and like, I haven't played some of the other ones, obviously. Like, I haven't played the fantasy ones mm-hmm. or anything. So I don't know if they've added special win conditions for certain people. But like, just like that would have been enough. Like, if you win as Amy, you also need to have killed 20 zombies or whatever. Like, a little card that you draw that you pick one or something to incentivize yourself to do something that might not be the group decision i can see where you're coming from i don't entirely agree every maybe it's because every every time i play this game the group is maybe already on the same page so they already do the right thing but But it's i get i get where you're coming from you might as well play by yourself like you don't need. We already do. You don't need five people <laughs> to play the game with you, because you literally is going to do what is like best for the scenario. And there's no thought process around your turn. Like you just do what's best in the scenario, which is what I struggle with. I can I can see it. I I don't know if I entirely agree. I can agree at when you get to the mid to late game of it. I 100% agree. Everyone's doing like arguing yeah. and yelling, not yelling, but being sure. like, we have to do this to win. I want to search. No, you have to kill that zombie. Yeah. So I, I agree with you there. But and just like so many games. And like I said, the next one we talk about, um, castles, wingspan, like do it better. so many games have, you know, those secret cards that only you see. That like just give you something, some sort of motive to do something. A wild card. Yeah, that kind of it's throws not gonna, it off. 
Exactly. You're not gonna, and the next game goes, you know, to a, a potential different level of adding the traitor and like now that person wants, you know, different things to happen. But like, wingspan. My card is to get names with, you know, yeah, a body part in the bird's name. That has nothing to do with the mission or the game or what cards we draw or even what card like it just adds another. It just adds something that you're doing as your as yourself in the game. It also gives you a lot to do on your own to think about when it's not your turn, which I like. Yeah, because you're constantly like looking around. You're you're involved you're the involved whole time. The whole time. And it could be something that's small, not like oh, you only win the game if you are aiming and you got 20 kills. Like maybe the cards are super simple, and it's like. Once you get to your 10th kill, or once you've killed, like, the if you killed the first fatty, draw an item. Or, so, like, it could just be, like, little things like that that, like, makes your decision-making different, I feel like. And you see it in so many games, which I know it's a proven thing to work because so many games do it. It's just not in this one, which is fine. It's still a really great game, and scores are, you know, showing it. It just... I feel like they could have added that to make it a little bit more player-focused and not group-focused. It sucks because we haven't played the second edition, which, again, this game we played, Zombicide, the first one, came out in 2012. Not a lot of games had those secret objectives or missions or variables that early on. There are a few, but I feel like that's been a fad in the last couple years. Yeah, but even if it's a known objective... Sure. Longest road, or I, I agree, biggest night, or what, largest army, or whatever. But like, games have done something along those lines. They could have something in the expansions. They could. I don't edition. see anything in it. Like even when I'm like when I'm looking through like the cards and stuff, I don't see anything about that. But it it's possible. Something they don't want to have. They want this to be a true co-op. It is. Experience. I mean, it is the most true co-op experience. It just while I've played this game so much I've heard people be like well like what should I do or I don't know what I should do and like so other people just pretty much tell them what to do and they're not really playing it at that point wow did you know that there are one two three four five different versions of the base game not expansions just re uh, redesigns different skins no there's a lot that is a lot I got distracted for a moment but <laughs> No, I, I agree to an extent. I think that it would make it better for sure, but I don't think it hurts it not having it. It doesn't. It just, it makes it hard. It's a want you'd like to have. It is definitely a want I would like to have. I think the hardest thing is it's gameplay, pretty simple. Like what you what you do on your turn. Three actions. You know, there's not a whole lot to it. Like you are going to be moving. You're going to be killing. You're going to do whatever. Searching. Searching, opening a door. So like you, like even though the box is big and it looks kind of aggressive when you first set it up and you know, you, all these pieces, it really is a game that you could play with pretty beginner level players you don't have to be oh and there are maps that are made for oh yeah tutorial yeah easy maps tutorial maps stuff like that but just because of that same reason if you play with that beginner that beginner is not going if we bring someone who's never played or played very little board games and we're playing this game with them it's you me and you know a few other friends who play a lot of board games 
they're not making up their mind on their turn. They're that's, just that's true in any cooperative game. <laughs> but once they have those cards, I feel like sure. But they're and I don't maybe I just I don't generally like co-op games in general really? for that same reason. But I actually like co-op games a lot. I, I like if the theme is fine, maybe. But like I don't know. I do you mean you don't like co-op like this, or do you like you don't like co-op games like Clank? Clank is kind of a co-op with I your own objective. Clank is... How is Clank co-op? We're all working together to get off the ship. That's not co-op. No. <laughs> it's like Yahtzee. You playing on the same... And I don't mind playing on the same <laughs> board. I don't mind... I actually prefer same board instead of like individual boards, even though like Carcassonne is one of, like one of my favorites and stuff like that, but with like Cascadia I like that one so much more but you have your individual tiles that you're playing compared to the group board mm -hmm. so like I don't mind like the group interaction that way because at the same point if you start having all of your own stuff you aren't really playing with anyone else like you're just waiting for your next turn to go and then you do what's on your spot and it doesn't affect anyone around you but yeah I don't I feel like they I would like something a little bit more from this one. But I get it's it. it's a fantastic game. And I think like theme, story, content-wise, content, I think it's worth the money. Rules, like they do a great job. I this is a I think this is a fantastic game. But I will leave my review and final thoughts after we talk about our next one. So Dead of Winter a little more aggressive <laughs> the name's definitely a little more aggressive the gameplay is more aggressive i feel i disagree with that really i think this i think dead of winter is way more unforgiving i think it's way easier i i don't know if i agree with that because like in zombie side yeah you have the the map that you know is however size sure and you have to physically be moving, taking turns to move there, not just all of a sudden I'm in the colony and all of a sudden I'm in the library. I guess, yeah. And I just roll one time for exposure if there's someone there. But like in this game, if you're in the same spot as zombies, you get screwed up. Like it's things true. happen and it's not good. You. And like, so in that level, like I feel like this zombie side definitely gets overrun compared to Dead of Winter. In so let's kind of let's talk about Dead of Winter a little bit to give some context. In Dead of Winter, you play as survivors, and the gameplay I would say is completely different than Zombie Side. In Zombie Side, you're you're a bunch of people moving through a city trying to get objectives, kind of could be whatever. Yeah. Or trying to flip switches or whatever. Get food, who knows what. And then you're trying to get to a, a get out. In Dead of Winter, it's really just survive every turn there's a there's a big crisis that's overarching the whole yep. game a main a main goal and then every turn there's something that happens that's bad yeah and you're trying to manage the bad while trying to climb your way to that main goal and i guess that's the hard part is like dead of winter is definitely a zombie themed game for sure 
but like the bad things don't feel super zombie like when we lose dead of winter it's because we have like starvation tokens yeah or we didn't have enough food our morale is too low stuff like yeah. that like when you lose zombie side because there's literally too many zombies and you lose <laughs> like you all got killed and bit and bit so and, and it's not that's not a problem like it's just that dead of winter even though it's a zombie game it's a different level of zombie it's a different gonna, option of zombies i was gonna say that it's it's kind of funny how they take the concept and split it down the middle zombie side is the actual zombie yeah. horde but then dead of winter is how like, do you survive yes when there's a zombie apocalypse yeah, exactly what are you doing to survive during it not how are you going to survive during oh, it what's that game this war of mine this war of mine with yeah. zombies is dead of winter yeah <laughs> it's it's the planning phase of Yep. going into a zombie but even though the zombies are already there but the zombies i feel like have a pretty low level of effect in the dead of winter compared to zombie side yeah you you have to get used to in dead of winter you have there are like 20 something survivors yeah there's a lot and don't get used to them because they'll die yep and the whole point of the game is each player takes uh, two to three, three depending, depending on how many yeah. players you play with it's two to five and we just played with two for the first time so we got to be three survivors each and each survivor has their own special ability yep. you don't get to pick it's random the player not yeah. the ability and i guess you could pick if you really, you really to. could i don't think there's any harm in it yeah. it makes it more fun to randomize it yeah we always just randomly draw i think but, it says two but but it has the thing you like it has a secret mission. It does. It has, yeah. So you get your random people, you get their little minifigs, and then, like, their special, their ability tells you, like, where it might happen. If it happens in your safe house, or if it happens at the library, or if it just copies someone else's. And then, but you also get your secret card. And the secret card is just like, if you win, it's a co-op game, yep. just like Zombie Side. So if you win, you win. If this, ha like, even though the team wins, I might lose because <laughs> yeah. I didn't do what I needed to do. Everyone might lose. Yeah, everyone might actually lose a game, even though we survived the zombies. I guess. Yep. Which is, I mean, that's that's perfect. Adds a little extra. Just adds a little bit. It's not just about doing X and Z. It like you have to plan your turn around doing certain things and that's what i like about it like my last one we had i it worked out very well with the mission that we randomly drew but i had to have a barricade in i think all the locations <laughs> which we had to for the the mission. the mission and then i had to have a gas can in my hand at oh. the end of the game because mine. mine was like bur burn it all down or something <laughs> and so my goal like in my story, I was lighting all those barricades on fire and just burning, burning the town. Yeah. Mine was easy. It was just have all my survivors had no wounds. Oh, nice. I mean, which is actually a lot harder than it sounds. But like, it's also fairly easy to kill them off if you need to. It was. If you need to kill them off, I was just like, all right, I'm just going to take risks. Because that game ends at a certain point. It's not like it ends randomly. It's yeah. not like, oh, I did my objective. Now the game's over. You know when that game is ending. Yeah. No one can rush to the end and flip the switch or whatever. But this is where I think it takes the gameplay to another level. Those secret missions, you could be a betrayer. Yeah. And that's the big twist. 
Yep. Because it's secret, one of your missions could be a you win even though everyone loses. Mm -hmm. If you manage to do your task, which I think is kind of cool. And to combat that, if you're not sneaky enough and doing something wrong on purpose or whatever, and someone's like, why would you do that? Okay, you're obviously like the traitor. Yeah. The 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 team can vote to exile you. Yep, you can get kicked out of the out of the town or whatever. Which doesn't mean you get to lose. You get a, there's a special deck for exiles. They yep. have other stuff. Like, yeah. I, I do, like that a lot. I do like that you don't there's no player elimination. Yeah. Like there's always you're going to be doing something. You if you get exiled, you still get to play. If you, you know, you start killing off your people, you you're going to have multiple I think they did it really well and it's just smart of them to not go at zombie side directly i mean zombies are especially i mean zombie side came out in 2012 dead of winter is 2017 yep is that the reprint oh it is the reprint oops i think it's older because it went out of print for a long 2014. time okay so it's it's newer than zombie side barely but i mean think about back then that's when you know walking dead and everything was I, I, that was like the hype of zombies yeah zombies were a thing and there wasn't a lot of zombie board games like as we we struggled in the beginning of the podcast to list off multiple but they knew hey, two years after zombie side came out they're not gonna be they're not gonna be able to make the same game and have people want to switch so they went a different route with zombies and they went that planning and that strategy still co-op it's a lot of micromanaging but it made it as popular i mean i knew people that spent hundreds of dollars on this game when it was out of print from like 15 to 17 maybe it was even before that um but when it went out of print people wanted it and i don't know if fantasy flight was who had it before and then they brought it back or if the publisher changed i'm not sure but the game itself didn't change. Played hat games? Plaid hat games? Plaid hat, sorry. I don't don't take that to my <laughs> don't take that word. I don't entirely remember. But it's it's definitely really solid. It is. And we haven't even talked about my favorite part of the game yet. The crossroad cards. Yeah. I like there are so many. All right. Do we even know how many of there are? Like, is there a way I can find out off the th without having to, like, look it up? I mean, no. Okay, whatever. You're going to have to look it up. I don't want less. to. There is probably, like, 200. How, what if you want, like, someone to scream it out of a different room? There's 137. Oh, perfect. Like, what, what were hey, you Dave? expecting if you did it? <laughs> if you weren't going to look it up, what? how are you going to know this? Can we get our uh, assistant to look <laughs> Yeah, there's no one behind the scenes telling us <laughs> stats on this game. We're just making this crap up as how we talk it, about how it. How amazing would that be, though, if someone was just like... like the stat kid. Like the, the, our intern. Yeah. <laughs> 2014, the game came out in 2014, we're out of print, 2015. Perfect. Thanks, Dave. No, but <laughs> um, there are a lot of them. But what makes the Crossroad cards fun is they are a secret, but not... It's a secret to the person to, uh, whose like, turn it is. Yeah. So, like, if Brian, it's your turn, and before you take your turn, I, who is next to you, picks up the crossroad Yeah, it's card, like the person on the left of them or whatever. And I look at it, and I read it, 
but I don't read it out loud unless it pertains to you. And it could be anything. Yeah. Did your character move this turn? Do you have this specific character? Yeah. Did you, you had one that had like if this character and that character. And, and you it, happened to have yeah. both. Well, yeah, you had to have one and I had to have one. And we, and did. we did. Like that was crazy. So it's there are hunt there are so many. I think that deck's probably at least two hundred. And because we, we, we split the deck in half to put it next to each other. Yeah, they're still, still huge. Pretty decent stack. I love that. I love that there's story. Each one is a story. And it's not just like, oh, here's what happens. You get to pick what happens. There's usually like a good or bad, sometimes good, sometimes good, sometimes bad, sometimes worse. <laughs> and it's just like a luck of the draw. Our intern says that there's 80 crossroad cards. That doesn't seem right. It Those seems decks are big. Seems I mean I know you sleeved them, but eighty does. I mean that's hardly bigger than a dice throne deck. It's not true. Dice throne deck is like thirty or forty. Yeah, so that's hardly bigger. Well, the, well, the two more than double. Oh, sorry, the two is what I meant. Oh, we yeah. split them. But I don't think that's right. But I mean that's what Board Game Geek says. No, they're lying. Our intern of named Board Game Geek and Google. Either way. I, I love that aspect. Yeah. I love that, like, the turn could be anything. Because it was my turn for four or five turns, and nothing ever worked. You're like, nope, it doesn't work. Yeah, I kept drawing up a certain person that no one ever had. But every time I drew one was like, wait, do you have the dog? <laughs> yeah, oh, if you you're do. playing against Brian, <laughs> read this crossroad. You're like, wait, what? So, I, and I like that. I like it just adds another level. Yeah, really cool. And, like, the... It builds a the story. options. Yeah, it builds a story. The options like you feel like are generally easy to decide which one's gonna hurt you. Like you know the outcomes on most of them. It's but it's not always board. clear. Like, yeah, it's like, oh, you can get five more survivors, but you have to, you know, feed those survivors and it's almost the end of the get turn and we don't yeah. want starvation or whatever. And so like it, it is definitely a, a risk and reward. But yeah, they did it really well. Well, I think it's cool too. I know I don't. I messed this up when we played. I messed it up. I meant we added more work. That every location has its own deck of items. Yeah. And I shuffled them all in a big pile. Oh, yeah. and we had to separate, separate <laughs> them all out because I forgot that they all were. I thought you just put twenty on each or whatever. I forgot that they were. They they actually were important to yeah. each location. And like each location, it tells you like, oh, the library has chances of this, this, and this type yep. of cards and stuff. The hospital, the gas station. Yeah. The hospital might have more medicine. The gas station has more fuel. The police station has more guns. Yeah. And I think it's cool that the places, the locations have theme. Yep. And they have, you know, their own item decks. And I don't know, but I would like more locations. I mean, zombie side has the nine double-sided that you use, or, you know, certain ones on what scenario you're doing. So, I mean, I would like there to be other options for locations so we're not always at the grocery store, the police station, the school, the gas sure. station, library, hospital. I, I get it. Yeah. But, be, it'd be kind of fun if there was others. Even the expansion to this game, the, the colonies one, doesn't add new locations. It just adds more survivors. The, the Long Night one has... More places. Oh, I maybe... No, I don't know. Well, I know that the Warring... Uh, warring Colonies... Yeah. 
is kind of interesting in the sense that it adds the whole lone wolf thing. it adds like a lone wolf uh, module part but it lets you play with four to eleven players which seems insane to me but you're you're basically building up territories and supplies and you're trying to battle other colonies like other players so i'm assuming it's a team game i've never played it i i don't feel like i need to nor do i want it it does add more crossroad cards and items and crisis cards but i think it's really cool that they have like promo characters there are so many too and like famous people too but yeah. like i think it's really cool like if you if you go on like board game geek and you look at like expansions for dead of winter there are so many characters yeah rodney smith came out in 2016 You can get crossroad cards. They're Felicia Day has her <laughs> has her own. That's amazing. But I I would say that between Dead of Winter and Zombie Side, I would probably rather play Dead of Winter. Generally, yes, I would agree. Again, it's very. They're obviously, like I said, they're both zombie games, but gameplay is so different. Like, it's very different. If I, if Holy we're just in a mood to like run and gun, you know, be trigger happy and be crazy, like zombie side is definitely what you want to be doing. Like, it's so fun just to like run in, knock doors open, and start shooting <laughs> zombies. Like, if you're if you if your group of friends is very like jokey. Uh, playful, not really take things serious. Play Zombie Side. Yeah, hundred percent. Play Zombie Side. You can do whatever you want. Yeah, and I, yeah, I think that's. I think they're so they're different enough that it would be hard to be like, oh, I always want to play Dead of Winter over Zombie Side, because sometimes I just want to go and kill zombies, and like killing zombies is such a small part of Dead of Winter. You do still get to kill zombies, but like. They don't really attack you. They don't really attack you, so there's not a whole lot of threat to be there, which is weird. In fact, it's it's it, attacking zombies often penalizes you in Dead of Winter because the only way to get really hurt in that game is to move or attack. Yeah. Which seems counterintuitive. Yeah. And every time you roll that dice, which is a special dice for exposure, you can get hit, which gives you a wound. Three wounds, you're dead. You could get frostbit which you get a frostbite, which counts as a wound, and every turn it gets worse. Or you get bitten and just die. And I then, do like that there's a straight-up death option. And that happened to me. I, I With a character you really like, too. I put a shotgun on him and immediately just died. I'm like, well, that was waste. Yeah. <laughs> like, I just got him, just got the shotgun, dead immediately. But yeah, I think the planning, the strategy the gameplay of Dead of Winter definitely is one that I choose over you know zombie side but there are still I've had more fun nights of playing zombie side than I've had Dead of Winter I, I would agree mostly because you can take it more not seriously I think that when it comes to Dead of Winter you have to be pretty much on your toes the whole time 
there are so many micromanaging things to how much waste is in the colony how yeah. much food do we need is there gonna be did we kill enough zombies so it's not overrunning is the mission like do we have the crisis for that round it's just like every single thing yeah we didn't talk too much about the crisis yet and that's i mean that's a really cool concept of the game too is that every round you draw a new crisis card and that crisis pretty much means that the players have to donate something yep to make sure something bad doesn't happen could be fuel yeah could be medicine items or whatever yeah but like as a group you have to donate certain number depending on how many people you have it might say two per player or whatever and if you don't and if you don't it has a bad stuff and if you don't have enough food for all of your survivors what is bad? oh it's munchkin i always think i always like oh what's the bad stuff like, I, don't, I actually don't <laughs> think that's it's like moral yeah or it could be anything it could be someone dies but i think munchkin like when you die or when you like get defeated by a monster not when you die but when you get defeated it says bad stuff and it tells you what it is. <laughs> I, I've always said bad stuff since then. I was just thinking of when it came, where it came from. But like one of them is like donate whatever it was, fuel. Yep. And if you don't like place three zombies at the police station, like, well, the zomb- the police stations are already full. The, and there's no overrun there. Yeah, there's like no there. overrun. So like, I'm just going to not donate my fuel. Exactly. Nothing bad happens. So, I mean, again, though, it's about that communication it's about micromanaging and I, I like that it's a level of complexity and it's done really well yeah like you would think with all that going on like it'd be a complicated game but really it's not no the hardest part i think would actually be your actions it's really weird that you have to roll die equal to one plus the number of survivors you have and then those die numbers indicate what you can do based on your character sheets that i think is too complicated for what the game has i think you should have been able to just be like all right i have three actions per character oh, i really like that number like how they do it there really because i i think it just gives something i mean i don't think it's complicated it's not because you just match numbers much. like as kindergartners can match numbers but. sure i'm not saying it's hard <laughs> i just think it's too complicated for what it is yeah but it's nice because like you don't have to like there's always something to do. Yeah, like so you roll a turn. you roll three dice because you have two survivors. Like, you don't have to take action with both of your survivors. Like, one person could take all three actions. Yep. But I, I like that part of it because, like, maybe I have someone at the colony for, you know, whatever reason. And it doesn't cost you to move, which is nice. It doesn't cost to move, which I think, yeah. I mean, like, maybe I wish it did. I don't know. I don't wish it did. That's... I just... The moving around is too easy. I, yeah, I guess. You only can move once per turn. Yeah. You can't be like, I'm going to go here and then back here. You can only go somewhere and do actions or do action sure. and go somewhere. And everything takes an action, really, except for playing cards in your hand. Yep. It, It's all, for what it is, it's still done out well. It, yeah, it really is. And the hardest part for it is like I want to just kill more zombies usually, and I that's not like that's not part of it. It's really not. It's really just let them be. Because even if I'm on a spot and I have a guy who has a shotgun, like I don't want to kill five zombies because that's five chances I have to die. And you could make noise. Yeah. And searching can make noise, and it could summon more zombies. Yeah, which that's... don't do anything against you. So like let them summon unless you need them dead for the mission, but. 
that's my so like maybe you shouldn't be able to search if there are zombies there yeah i think that's like with zombie side obviously i wish there was a personal goal of some sort that you could play towards and with dead of winter i wish there was more killing of zombies. more interaction of the zombie like other than just when i move there or when i choose to attack like the zombie should do something to me if i'm at the police station there's four zombies there and another one's supposed to go there and it just doesn't happen like seems too <laughs> like disney channel zombie it, movie like oh the zombie's but, not here anymore never mind at, at, at its core it's not like dead of winter and zombie side are like two sides of a coin and each side that they do they do very well yeah again this is about handling crises 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 and at the same point having an overrun police station should be a crisis that you have to handle and like you or even just having zombies on the same place as you should be like if i had to move away or if i went somewhere and i had to kill the two zombies that were there i get it because if the mission didn't tell you to kill zombies you probably wouldn't do it yeah other than the colony yep yeah you would you'd almost have no point to other than in the colony because you don't roll for exposure for every zombie that's there so you could still move there roll one time even though there's five zombies there's house rules i've never had to look yeah i wonder if there are house rules for this or like on the faq i'm sure that there are because even when i was looking at it they had like i think it was 2018 they printed (laughs) is the collector's secret objective really so easy they printed custom fan-made uh, crisis cards. So, like, they made a pack. So I don't know how. They, I don't know if they had to, like, enter a Monero contest. There's an app for this that reads out the crossroad cards? That's amazing. All right. Well, I'm I'm getting off topic on that one. That, that, that sparks an entire rabbit hole I'm about to dive down. But <laughs> oh, that's amazing. Seems like it would be... A lot of searching yeah i mean even if there is only 80 like that's still just scroll through 80 to find the same name of the crisis card or if or maybe you just don't use the crisis deck no because you'd have to still because you don't read it if yeah one of the app maybe you just don't draw a card and you draw a card from the app and then you see it and then you hit play if it comes true that's how it should happen that's how it should happen <laughs> i don't know right closing statement what are your final thoughts on Zombie Side and Dead of Winter? I think I generally like zombies and I like killing zombies. Yeah. And they're both fantastic games. I only own one of them. And I think I will continue to only own one of them, which I own Zombie Side. Yeah. I might own Marvel Zombie Side in the future <laughs> because I like zombies and things that are Marvel related, but I feel as though they both are fantastic games. They both do their gameplay very well. They are very different, even though they're both zombies, which is good. That's why they're both popular and why we're talking about both of them. But generally... I have other games that have micromanaging type of roles and when I want to play a zombie game, I want zombies to be the focus. 
and not that again dead of winter never advertised themselves as kill the masses like survive the zombie horror like they, that's not their mark that's not what they're trying to do it's not like they failed that's not what they wanted to do like they chose a different option which worked very well for them but when i think zombies and i think game board game or video game i don't want zombies just to be there i want zombies to be the main focus i want to kill them i want to be running from them i want to jump out of a vehicle at them with a chainsaw, <laughs> like lighting them on fire, and do- yeah, you can throw a Molotovs. I just want crazy zombie killing to happen. Okay, with a zombie game. How are you? Uh it is difficult. If I had to sit down and actually say which one I think is the better game, it would probably be Dead of Winter. I would. I think Dead of Winter is way more th- well thought out and designed and it does everything it sets out to do pretty flawlessly and i i I agree that this is a micromanaged crisis control like you're trying to minimize the damage yeah that's the goal zombies just happen to be one of the crisis crises (laughs) and um, one of these times one of these crises (laughs) crises but Zombie side, however, is more fun to play. But I think it's also more fun because of how more loose it is. Because it's not so restricting. And every turn, I'm not like, all right, now I have to do this. Like, in Dead of Winter, you're pretty much forced to do things. Yeah, I mean, the last two turns that we played the last time, it was... You have to do that. I have to get a fuel or the game is over or whatever it was. But in, in... zombie side it's if someone player wants to go search a room they really can they're not hurting anybody is it helping the objective Eh, it could be yeah might not be maybe they're just trying to find weapons or stuff for them that's why they're searching the car or whatever but i like that too because a player can kind of it's like the game left for dead a player can go off the path and do something but they risk running into a room of zombies by (laughs) themselves and that that's that's entirely a possibility. Yeah. And when I play with friends, especially, you know, if everyone's been, you know, eating and we're up late, <laughs> it's more fun. Yeah. And it's less thinking. Absolutely. But in Dead of Winter, Dead of Winter is a game you have to sit down and dedicate like an hour to t- two hours <laughs> to really play it and want and like try. Yep. And every turn, I think, matters from the very beginning. I don't think there's any wasted turns that you can do. Because if you start wasting turns, like when I when we play by each other, the first like turn, I wasted turn. And you're also at the at the luck of the dice. My character just kept dying. I lost like three survivors. Yeah, I don't think I think I only lost one, and it was to frostbite. Yeah, I kept rolling the bitten, and I'm like, well, he's dead. <laughs> and again, when that happens, you're just like, all right, a setback. It's definitely a game that would be better with like four people because you'd have more survivors. But zombie side doesn't matter. Definitely, I feel with two, I felt like a little bit like. "Mm, And we played on hard mode. (laughs) We we did, but that makes sense for us, I think. But even in zombie side on hard mode, I never feel like. I feel like it just feels better. 
it actually feels better the harder the game is. Yeah. Because you're actually Cause it has that fighting what, zombies. Yeah, what you expect. From a horde. Yeah. So, uh, I own both. But I own both because Dead of Winter was one that we wanted to play. So I picked it up. And we did play it. And I do own it. And I like it that I own it. I'm glad it came back into print. Yeah. Because like I said, I mean, knowing friends that have bought it for so much more. I did not buy it for that much. Yeah. Like, <laughs> I would... Like, I know... One of them was like for a gift for like someone that they really liked the game, so they went all out to get it out of print. I would not have recommended that for that game. Actually, for most games, I wouldn't have recommended that. But if if a fan came up and asked what is a good Halloween game though, that's very zombie focused, they like zombies. I would just tell them Zombie Side. Yeah, uh, Dead of Winter being great in its own way. I think is very specific to where if you want a very challenging cooperative game, yep. get Dead of Winter. Yeah, I don't think it's bad. I think Dead Absolutely of Winter is fantastic. Not. I think it's a, it's another game where it has an audience and it has a niche community of. It it really is more about working together with the pot. Like it has a lot of stuff working for it, and I love it. I just have more fun with Zombie Side. Yeah, but I also feel as though I find myself playing Dead of Winter in june july like it's true i zombie side does tend to be a fall like or went even into the winter type of game for hmm. me compared to like dead of winter i don't find that to be seasonal even though in the t- in the name is literally winter. a season but <laughs> snow has other than the frostbite i guess it's already snowed here yeah but like i feel like it's and again they like on their cover you don't see zombie hordes nope like just the people and so like i think that makes it playable like it feels playable year-round obviously you can play any game year-round but like we don't grab night cage in july very often like we talked about compared to you know wingspan or yeah something but ratings what do you rate zombie side i feel even though i really enjoy it I feel as though maybe a little friend buy it. Interesting. Because, like, I, I do agree that only one friend needs to have yeah. it because it's a $100 game. It's, yeah, it's an expensive game. And it's up to six people. I've never seen your copy with all your fancy painted zombies. I know, which is interesting, but I guess it's because you always bring yours. Uh, yeah, I have only I've ever brought mine anywhere. I think you just come here and play it. <laughs> I, I mean, I bring mine to other. Yeah. So, like, I feel like if you are the one that has the game collection, absolutely should be on your shelf. Mm-hmm. But for the most of the people, the other five people in this game, let a friend buy it for sure. And I, I, I find that I fall in that same category. No, I find that with Zombie Side, it is very steep price point. For it's it's double the price of most games. Yeah, triple some. Absolutely. Which is difficult, especially if you are a beginning your collection or even expanding it. It's still $100, and that's if you only want the base game. But I think that if you're starting a collection, it's a good start. Yeah. And if you're, and again, if someone else in your group has it, don't buy it. Don't even buy an expansion. Let them buy it. Yeah. Because it's just not worth it. So I am torn. If you have it. 
I would say leave it in the leave it on the shelf. I think it's worth it. I think this game is definitely worth it. If your friend has it, don't buy it. Keep playing theirs. Yep. Yeah, I yeah. Unless you want like the fantasy one, then you can go buy the fantasy. Sure. But even then, I never played it. Yeah, you had them all. We never even, you never even opened them. I just wanted to play the other one, but Dead of Winter. So Dead of Winter, I let my friend buy it, (laughs) Um, and. I feel like with Dead of Winter, the more and more I play it, like maybe that has changed, but I feel like I'd give it that same, like let a friend buy it or even maybe play it at a store. Interesting. I just, I don't find myself wanting to play it a whole lot, even though it's a, it's a solid game. Game mechanics are great. It's a very long game. It is long, and I have other games that I would play, I think. So, yeah, I would play it at a game store or let a friend buy it if someone wants it. It is a lot cheaper. Yeah, it's way cheaper. 50 to 60 I think. No, I, I didn't even get it for that much. The 40 I think I got it for 40 at the local game store. Yeah. So, I mean, it's definitely in a price point that's way easier. Yeah. How about you? Uh, I rate it much higher than that. I think that this game is worth having. It's definitely a great game, but I don't think it's one you're going to play every day. And you do need a specific group. It's not one that you will be busting out every week for your friends. And unfortunately, I think this is one that you do need a larger friend group, like at least four people. If you have two people that you guys play games, like you and I, Brian, I wouldn't bust this out. Yeah. For two people, it's just too much to handle. Even though we're controlling so many survivors, it's just too much. Yeah. I, I really think that you need that third or fourth person. Because if one more person, we've had two or three more survivors, which is a huge difference. Yeah. That's three, four more actions every turn. Yep. So I think it's worth having. So I would say leave it in probably your basement. I think it's worth having. You're not going to play it every day. You're probably going to play it a couple times a year, to be honest. Yeah. And that's, I, actually, that's about where we're at. I'm surprised that they made it playable two players. Because I feel like it's one of those games we've talked about. It like does not strive at two players. Like It's really hard. Just make it three or four, like three to six or whatever. Or like, give us more survivors. Like it already not even, not even the hard like I just it wasn't at like as it, fun. It's more fun when you have more people. We didn't even add the betrayal because we we're like it's only two of us. Yeah, I'm not gonna add a betrayer. What if we both get? <laughs> and so it's like, it's one of those like don't just make your game two player because you can. Like maybe your game doesn't need to be two player, and that's totally fine because there are so many games that are meant for two or that play very well with two. Yeah. So I'm surprised. Like, yeah. I don't think it needed a two-player option. Well, that all being said, I, I still think they're both fantastic games. And I, I would say that if either were on sale and if no one in your group has it, it's worth getting. I just don't think I'll play Dead Winter very often. And Zombie Side is just a very steep buying curve. <laughs> Absolutely. So... 
exactly what we do, and we both bought it. <laughs> <laughs> don't don't do like we do. Take our advice. Don't do as we do. Do as we say. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> but that that's our Halloween. Zombies have overridden, and uh, we're gonna run away now to a more gathering and fresh fall season. We're actually gonna play games to kill monsters. <laughs> <laughs> I thought we were doing the uh cascadia and no i meant like literally right now like we're gonna hit stop and we're gonna kill monsters in a different game oh oh sure <laughs> i mean yeah whatever but <laughs> i'm getting ready for our next our next episode yes <laughs> currently we are gonna eat food and kill monsters <laughs> yes we are but you know next episode next, next episode is not about killing monsters <laughs> maybe it will be maybe we we can I'll bring in killing monsters in the next episode. We're gonna have, we're gonna play more fun uh, games around the Thanksgiving fall theme of harvesting, resource gathering. Yeah, I, don't, I actually don't think we had that scheduled for anything like that. I think it's just as random games, but we probably could do that. I thought I'm almost. I know the game day is. Maybe that's what I'm getting confused on. Whatever, we'll work out. <laughs> <laughs> we'll figure it out. It's like Yahtzee. Yeah. We'll probably just play Yahtzee for over and over. <laughs> Sweet. Well, yeah, that's all I have. You can find our page on Instagram at Instagram.com slash where is the rulebook or email us at where is the rulebook at gmail.com. And don't forget to like or subscribe on however you're listening to us today. Give us any sort of ranking, any words in there, help us. And for our question of the day. Why don't you let us know what your favorite game is to play around Halloween? Or tell us what you had for lunch or dinner. I don't care. Joe doesn't care. We're going to look at them. We're going to laugh. But if you put something in there, it helps us in the rankings so other people find us. Uh, And like I mentioned a little bit ago, uh, this episode and all of Season 2 will be sponsored by Lantern Games, a local game store in Traverse City, Michigan. They do have an amazing website. They do ship uh, for lantern.games is their website, which is super cool. It's not a .com. I think it's really cool. It's a .games. Also from their website, or if you go into the store, if you use the discount code RULEBOOK, you will receive 10% off, and that includes online purchases or, like I said, in-store purchases. So you can check out their website. You can uh, get a game sent to you or some magic cards or whatever else you might be looking for, and you get to save 10% by using the discount code RULEBOOK. Um, but I think all of these games that we've talked about, all the games that we're going to talk about are owned by either Joe or myself, or in many cases, both of us. Uh, so they're not sponsored game reviews or anything. And last but not least, huge shout out to John Ransom for making our theme song. And if you liked our theme song as much as we both do, check out Jack Pine uh, for more music where John is slapping bass for them. Um, and check out their newest album, Embers, on Spotify streaming today. Thanks for playing.